Welcome to Pet Sitter Confessional, an open and honest discussion about life as a pet sitter. Thank you to Pet Sitters Associates and our Patreon members for supporting today's show. Pet sitters like Lisa, Jillian, Liz, Kathy, Kristen, Barbara, Holly, and Julie, thank you very much for taking some of your hard-earned pet sitting and dog walking dollars and helping to support the podcast every month. If you would like to learn more about what that means and help to keep the show going, you can go to PetSitterConfessional.com slash support. Recently, we have been a little frustrated. A little? (laughs) By some of our long-term or more consistent clients, they've been casually mentioning that they use other people or other companies for services that we offer and are available for. It's not like we are taking vacations. Like We operate our company 365 days a year because we have a team, so we are always available. And sometimes our existing clients look elsewhere, which is, again, a little frustrating. Yeah, effectively, though, We are replaceable to them. We are not integral to the way that they live their lives. And this has been swirling in our brain. And then Megan and I were doing a visit together, which we very rarely get to do, but it was a great time to do that with this day. And we were in a client's home taking care of their dogs. And on their wall, they had this this plaque, and it was actually framed on their bookshelf. And it said, to become irreplaceable, one must be different. And it really was a gut punch at that time because we, we were going through these same feelings and thinking about this. And I was like, who, who said this quote? Who was this? And it was Coco Chanel, right? I, I, don't, know, I don't know if you've, if you've heard of Chanel, but they're kind of a big deal. And it really got us thinking about those, those two words that she mentions there of irreplaceable and different because they're two things that we, we as business owners – struggle with of of how do we become irreplaceable because that that means that our clients that our services are sticky to that person and they don't easily move to and from us and then being different is something we struggle with because we don't want to be different sometimes we like to be predictable or we don't know what being different actually actually means well when i hear of being different it three things come to mind it's different from your client's expectations it's different from other dog walking and pet sitting companies in your local area and then it's different from personally from you as a person who you were yesterday it's being different from yourself and if you like alliterations and who doesn't <laughs> you could put it as expectations experience and then expertise so how do you become different from the client's expectations it's first understanding who they are, your ideal client. Do you know who that is? Have you really broken it down of they live in this area, they make this much, they shop at these places, they they act like this, they talk like this? Do you understand what is driving their purchasing decisions? Do they have a lot of expendable income? Do they have just a little bit? Are they really focusing on a particular aspect of their life right now versus another part? Asking these probing questions when you're talking with them is very helpful. You can also say, have you used a professional before? That's one of our intake questions. Where do you typically go for pet care or what do you do for pet care? Is it usually a neighbor or a friend or do you have a, another pet sitter that you use and they're just not available this time? Or And then also asking, how can we best serve you today? It's such a, it's such a huge question and it's so open-ended that it can go anywhere when you ask that question. But what it does is it puts the the onus on the client, the potential client, 
to tell you exactly what they're looking for. They will use their own terms, their own words, their own sentences to explain to you what they need. And this will help you gauge and understand. You'll be able to go, oh, this person is using some language that makes me feel like they don't actually understand what they're looking for. Or maybe this person knows exactly what they're looking for, but they have different expectations than what I can provide. And then you get a chance to respond to them and have a conversation of, okay, I hear what you're looking for is 24-7 care. What I can offer you and what we do here at my business is XYZ. Because at the end of the day, when we're trying to be different from our clients' expectations, we're trying to understand their motivations. Why are they on the other end of that phone? Or why did they come and fill out your intake form for your company to start services? Because when you get to that point, you can really start to now predict, okay, the next person who comes to me is probably going to be thinking X, Y, Z. Now, this this allows you to then get ahead of the curve and start guiding them through your process, explaining exactly what you do and and how you do it. Then there's the aspect of how are you different from other pet sitting and dog walking companies in your area? Have you done the market research to understand what the actual state of pet care is in your area? What kind of services are being offered? Are they the same as yours or different? What kind of pricing exists? And we're, we're not talking about trying to be the cheapest here, but can you design a package or a service that fills a price gap in your area while still providing a lot of value. Part of understanding that market research is what kind of experiences do clients have with them? You can do that by through reading reviews. Are there good experiences or not so great? Or do they, the, does the other company have any particular pain points that people keep bringing up of they don't fill this need for me or I was looking for this and they don't do this or you know what, what kind of reviews do they get? Then you can also find ways to have high-quality touch points with them. That can be through sending birthday cards or anniversary cards, get well wishes, even just a simple message of, hey, we can't wait to see Fluffy again. We love when she does this. It's so cute. And all this is to get to the point where you you look at the state of pet care in your area and you go, okay, here's what's currently being offered. This is how it's being offered. And these are the experiences that people are being are having. You layer all that on top of one another. You see where the holes are. And then what you do is you go, where are, do I have strengths? Where do I have experiences? And how can I develop something that actually fills those holes and fills those gaps if that is your desire and something that you want to do so that you can now start making something that really stands out from what other people are doing? Because when you do stand out, it's going to differentiate your company and yourself from everybody else. And another way to do that is through expertise, through getting training, knowledge, going to conferences, listening to podcasts and books. And, you know, you should not be the same person yesterday that you were today. Same with your company. Your company should be better each day. You should be growing and changing, honing your skills and your craft. You know, our friends at the Florida Pet Services Association just wrapped their first conference over the weekend. And that is another great way is is going to these, even if it's not in your state, maybe traveling to a different state or going to the national conferences. They are great ways to not only connect with other pet sitters and, and commiserate of this job is hard, <laughs> but also to learn Learn, learn more about the business and your numbers and how to generate great marketing and branding and, and all of the aspects that we deal with on the admin side of this business. 
And, and again, here, what you're doing is you're going, what kind of business am I wanting to run? What holes am I filling? What strengths do I have? And then how do I backfill that through training and experiences to make sure that I am really solidly on a solid foundation with what I'm doing? Just taking training or certifications for certification's sake is going to be a waste of time because you're not actually going to be able to implement those well in your business. You're not going to be able to serve your clients with the high-quality expectations that you have because it's not from a place of passion. And so aligning your training, your certifications, all of that stuff with your strengths and your passions is going to allow you to craft something that's absolutely phenomenal. We also need to define what being irreplaceable means for our clients and in what ways we can be that for our clients. Think of it as when your services are so valuable and desirable that you really become essential to the lifestyle of your clients and the way that they want to live. And this doesn't necessarily mean that they use all of your services. It just may mean that the one they, they do use is integral to their life. So it's basically your, your clients are perceiving your services or the relationship that they have with you as being so valuable that they could not dream of switching <laughs> to another pet care provider. This comes ultimately from five basic elements. The first one being the deep integration into their routine and life. I feel like we've all had clients that say, when are you taking your vacation this year? Because I'm going to plan my vacation around yours. That, that's such a great feeling when you have clients that say that because you know that, oh, this person wants to use me above all else and they are willing to make their life around my life. <laughs> that feels good. If your clients could not live the life that they want without your services, you know that you are deeply integrated into their life. And these are statements such as, oh, we couldn't take the vacations that we want to if it was like this. Or, man, we couldn't actually have gone and seen my parents this weekend without you. We get these comments from people who may say, you know, if you weren't here to take care of my dog, I couldn't be in this apartment. Or my mom couldn't stay here if you guys weren't able to take care of their cat. It, it shows you that you are allowing them to live a life that they want to live. Being irreplaceable could also mean that there's too high of switching costs. The client would have to spend too much time or money to get somebody else to do the service that you provide. The cost is too high for them to go switch. Yeah, moats are great. They make it hard for people to get into your company, meaning you can filter out and try and select for the right clients. But the other side is true. Moats make it hard to leave. There is already – a lot of people will develop a, well, I've already – that sunk cost fallacy of, well, I already went through the main greet. I already filled out 49 pages of information. I've already developed all this stuff. I don't want to have to go and do that with somebody else. Now, this isn't the best feeling thing in the world as a company, but it is true for why people do stick around. If the client has already paid $40 for your meet and greet and $20 for your lockbox deposit and took an hour of their time for the meet and greet, yeah, these are high switching costs. They're probably not going to easily leave you. Now, there, of course, there are some instances where the client just doesn't care at all costs they want to get out of their relationship. But for the most part, if, if you've made the barrier to entry so high and had them jump through so many hoops already, they're probably going to stick with you unless you do something drastic because they already have that emotional connection to you and your brand or your company. And that is another part of being irreplaceable. Through these previous experiences, the meet and greet, that, that first impression of, oh, wow, you are my pet sitter. I have gotten this emotional connection from you and this bond. I now trust you. I, I share the same values that your company does. This makes it easier to be irreplaceable. 
Well, and I actually just did a meet and greet today where I was talking with the client at the very end. I said, do you have any questions for me? And she just says, no, I've been I've been stalking your Instagram page. I've been following you guys online. And I just have such a sense of peace and trust and that I know you. And, and I can't really explain it, but I already have a connection with you all. And I'm so happy to finally get to work with you guys and, and need your services. That trust was already there. And then there's the aspect of having shared values with your clients, where you say, we as a company are for XYZ. And if they, as a client, identify with seeing, oh, yes, I also like XYZ, they can then go, these are my people. I feel connected with them. And they're less likely to leave you because you are part of their tribe at that point. Part of building that connection and that trust is being proactive with their needs. And that is the fourth element of being irreplaceable. As a puppy ages into a senior dog, you should be providing new services for them and information should they need it. Write those blog posts and enter into those senior support services for dogs as they age. And it could, it's not just as they age or into different life stages. It could be behavioral things that you see while you're on a walk and you can go, hey, I notice Baxter is always doing this thing on the walk. It's always lunging towards these dogs. Here's what I recommend so that you can do that while you're out walking her. Or, or maybe it's, I see that your cat is being destructive and peeing outside the litter box. Let's try these couple things. When you are able to speak up and out and be an advocate for the pet, you're not just making sure that that pet leads a better quality of lifestyle, but you're actually showing the pet owner that the person that they have trusted is the person that they should have trusted and that they should always trust. Through differentiating your company, you may want to offer things that other companies don't. Or what you offer, maybe it's the same thing, but what you offer is so different or superior that everything is seen as being subpar to them. You offer something that, while it's the same service, your your add-on to that service is nobody else does that in your area. But something that every pet sitter and dog walker should have is pet sitter's associates. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. And that's why pet sitter's associates is here to help. For over 20 years, they've provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. Because you work in the pet care industry, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why pet sitter's associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at petsitllc.com. You can get a discount when you you join by clicking membership pet sitter confessional and use the discount code confessional when you go to check out. Check out the benefits of membership and insurance once again at petsitllc.com. But how do we actually do all of this? We've, we've talked about the aspects and the attributes and what that actually means, but, but what, how do we do this in our company? I think we should bring it back to the what started this whole conversation and, and what took us down this avenue was that company Chanel. What lessons can we actually learn from them as a business. When I think of Chanel, the biggest thing that stands out to me is the quality of the product, the extreme attention to the quality. It's not cheap stuff, and it's priced accordingly because it's not cheap. (laughs) But Chanel has consistently emphasized the highest quality of materials and craftsmanship. The, the, The commitment to excellence here is really what makes them stand out. It's evident in everything from their couture collections and handbags and perfumes. Nothing is done cheaply. Everything is done 
of, of highest quality. In our own businesses, maybe that means prioritizing the well-being and safety of the pets in our care, using high-quality everything, leashes, toys, treats, insurance, software, even the the, the posters and the, the business cards that you use to hand out will be of higher quality. If you send out postcards, they aren't the cheapest thing. They're a thicker material. There are things that we can do to stand out and say, hey, we are the best because we have the best. And if you have staff, ensure that they are well-trained and that they are well-equipped, that they have the materials, that they have the tools and equipment necessary to complete the job. And they're not just they're not just the tools, but they are the best tools so that they can do the best job and that they are a good representative of your company when they're out in the world. And train them on an ongoing basis that will all help to emphasize this commitment to high quality of service. Chanel has always innovated their products. They've introduced the little black dress and the jersey fabric in women's fashion, which were both revolutionary at the time. And as you learn and gain new experiences, you'll be able to adapt and offer new services to your community. Several years ago, we never thought we would be offering dog adventure hikes, but we do, and they're great, and our clients love them. So as client expectations are changing throughout the years, you are able to better adapt and innovate because you know what is coming down the pipe. And this has always been balanced out with with Chanel by their focus on timelessness and not chasing after fads. Their designs, their products have always had an element of, of both being modern and timeless, meaning that they are relevant across different areas. You can go back and look at their fashion models and their fashion pages, and it looks like something that somebody could wear today. And many people actually do this. So we have to establish a brand identity that's both modern and timeless. This could manifest in our branding and the clothing that we wear, even the methods and tools that we use for pet care. And extending this on to the services, before you think of adding a service or doing something new, ask yourself, does this build my brand or is it a distraction? Is this something that will stand the test of time or will become out of date as soon as I launch it and it's no longer relevant? People aren't actually looking for that and needing that service. So how do I take tried and true timeless services? The dog walk. Okay, That is something that is timeless. That is something people will always need. How do I make that something fit what people are looking for? today. That's where we do our innovation and our design and our services and our brand. The dog walk is timeless. So while you can do add-ons, you can have different technology throughout the years, at the end of the day, it has to be consistent with your brand. You have to consistently provide the same quality every single time, and it has to match your brand. You have to consistently maintain that image, that aesthetic. You know, with Chanel, it's the interlocking CC logo and the chain strap. Those are just a few of the recognizable symbols associated with Chanel, but it's developing for us in in pet setting, it's developing that recognizable brand with consistent messaging, the aesthetic, the, the service quality, the communication level. It has to all be consistent because that's what ultimately builds trust with our clients. It's the fact that we show up and when we say we do, we do the service we say we're going to do and we keep coming back time and time again. It, It builds that trust with them. The Chanel company has also been an expert with storytelling. They have used the personal story of Coco Chanel from her humble beginnings to becoming this fashion titan. And they've added layers of mystique and an allure to the brand through her personal story. And it's been skillfully incorporated and brought into the, the brand's marketing and image. 
to make it something that really people are attracted to, that they want to learn more, and they see themselves and aspects of themselves and aspirations that they have in the brand. So share stories of pets that you've cared for, successful visits, triumphs and tribulations that you've gone through with pets, and the results that you've seen by offering the services that you can. This is as simple as including testimonials from satisfied owners, people who have used you before, sharing out those reviews that you get on Facebook or on Google. Also use a strong narrative about why you started the business. Where were you? What was the reason? Who was your first client that changed everything for you? And then any personal connection that you have to pet care. This will help resonate with the clients to see exactly who they are working with. Chanel is also a great example of why we should diversify our products. They initially started off as just clothing, but as you know, they've expanded into cosmetics, perfumes, eyewear, watches, all these luxury markets that we think of. And then they launched the Chanel Number no. 5, and it was a significant milestone. It is the best-selling perfume in the entire world, so it solidified the brand's legacy. Consider doing that for you and your business. Expand your services beyond just pet sitting and dog walking. We just said dog walk is, is, is timeless, but think about grooming or training or pet photography or dog adventure hikes. You know, maybe you get asked to do a lot of overnights, but you don't want to. You don't want to sleep in somebody else's bed. So think about a, a late night tuck in or an almost overnight as possibilities for this alternative. The last image that Chanel has really solidified is the limited accessibility. And this one can be a little tough for us to incorporate into our business, but while Chanel has grown, they have maintained that limited accessibility. They, they've always positioned themselves as the luxury brand. They really produce limited quantities. And so that ensures that their products remain coveted. They're at a high price point. They, they are quality products and they're only available to a certain amount of people. You may try offering exclusive, exclusive packages or teacher discounts. We just had a big back-to-school rush, so you could have offered uh, teachers get X percent off or a membership that comes with some added benefits. This really creates this sense of exclusivity and loyalty among clients. And you say, thank you for being loyal. Here is something in return. Well, and, and this can be hard for us to conjure up because we go, well, I, I can take on, I don't know how many exclusive members I can take on in my business. So just pick a number. Maybe you just say, hey, everybody, I'm opening up five spots for my ultra-exclusive diamond package plus VIP to the moon and back service. Okay, probably don't use all those words. Maybe. I don't know. This is just you. This is I'm just the idea guy. You run with this. <laughs> you say, I've got five spots for this, and here are the 10 benefits. And after a month, it'll close and I'm not opening it up for next year. It's a technique to get people and see, oh my goodness, there's a time element to this. There's a limited availability. It's the hotness that everybody's looking for. You can get on a waiting list and now you get people's emails and you're communicating, you're marketing to them and go, well, while you're waiting for the ultra blah, 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 here's other things that I can offer you until you get into this spot. And then you can open up more or do whatever you want. But it's a way to now shape this of taking something that has no limited accessibility and forcing that upon your services in some aspect. 
But that ties in with the importance of having adept management and marketing strategies. Because if you don't, if you just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks, probably not much is going to stick if you don't have some sort of plan or action step or know what your end goal is to begin with. Because if you don't have what your definition of success is and and what kind of markers you have for the end result, you aren't going to know if this thing worked or not. Yeah, yeah. All of Chanel's success here is due to people working in the industry and making these decisions. You could have all of the things stacked in your favor and you could mismanage them. You could not foster the relationships. You could refuse to change and adapt or you could refuse to do these things and and your business not flourish. And and that's where we have to, That's I think, going back to the very beginning of our expertise. At the end of the day, we become what is going to help or hinder our business. And that means that if we start reaching a point where we have tapped out on our ability to move forward, we have to bring in help in. Or we have to go get help. Or we have to learn more or do something to see and try and do one more thing in our business. Because if we are not working and functioning at our best, that does impact our ability to make sound and good decisions for our business. We would love to know how you all are irreplaceable to your clients. You can email us at feedback at petsitterconfessional.com or send us a message on Facebook or Instagram at petsitterconfessional. Thank you very much for listening today and for Petsitters Associates and our Patreon members for sponsoring today's show and we will talk with you next time bye